crippling thoughts and dramatic mysteries, wonderful worlds of fantasy, denying love of the heart that beats within your chest, or is it just your imagination? Let's dive into a world of novels as we read books from all over, from writing and reading reviews to interviews, one-on-one sessions, and honest writing opinions. Let's keep it real on Mystical Mode. everyone, it's Righteous Reaper, back hosting another episode. Today, we have a great story we're going to be reading. First, I'd like to say some exciting news. I will be taking over as mostly main host. Every now and then, Mystic will be back, of course, but pretty sure I'll be doing more episodes than I was before. So, with that said, let's hop into this mystical mode. Today's novel is written by Anna. Her bio reads, Just another enthusiastic fantasy writer. Thank you for reading my stories and your feedback is always welcome. And I just would like to say that the owl that um, for your icon is a really good contrast from your background. Today's story is The Knight's Academy. The prologue is, with his acceptance letter in hand, Adrian sets off for the Knight's Academy to learn the art of magic, combat, and law. His dreams of knighthood are finally coming true, but serving this military academy gets even more problematic when revolution comes knocking. As the school year progresses and training gets tough, Adrian now faces mounting pressure to pick a side. Author's note, the story does have some impolite language and violence that might be triggering to some, which is why this story is 16 plus. The genre is fantasy, as you've just read. <laughs> Let's hop right into the story. Zen will be accompanying me in telling the story of the Knights Academy. Chapter 1 Stories never really start at the beginning, but at a turning point. For me, this turning point has already started three months ago when I got the letter of a lifetime this past summer. As I wait at my village train station, I can't help but take it out of my pocket and read it again. This is probably my 100th time doing this. Dear Adrian Rivers, We, the Council of Knights Academy, are proud to inform you that you are accepted into the Knights Academy. We'll be sending you the acceptance package and instructions in two weeks. We're looking forward to having you join our brother flight on our campus this upcoming fall semester. Congratulations and good luck. Sincerely, the Knight Council of the Knights Academy. Just as I start at the top again, a voice I've been waiting to hear signals me that it's time to put it away. Adrian! Wait! Kai, my best friend, calls my name. I halt and smile at him as I adjust the bag strap over my shoulder. All I can do is wait and watch him maneuver his way through the crowd. His bag bounces at his hip as he tries to keep it from hitting other travelers. A trail of pardon me, excuse me, and coming through echoes behind him as he finally makes it to the platform. Just like for most of the friends we know, last season Kai and I earned ourselves an undergrad degree at the expected age of 22. The difference is, we don't want to be like everyone we know. We want to be like the ones we love, our parents, like my mother and father. His parents were once active knights too. They have retired from their duty years ago, and now it's our turn to take on those roles. As exciting this all is, I'm also very nervous. Waiting to be taken away into the outskirts of the capital, the center of the United Domain is nerve-wracking, and having my best friend alongside me will make this change easier. In a sea of same uniformed strangers, Kai is a lifesaver. Ready? I nudge him. 
Ready. He nods, but he isn't speaking to me. Kai's blue eyes are fixed on a dream ahead. The train must have heard us. It whistles, announcing its arrival. The machine huffs in relief as its speed is dialed down. Its iron joints scream under the squeezing pressure of the brakes. The metal monster exhales a breath of exhaust as it happily obeys an engineer's command to stop, ever so smoothly. The machine is honored to undertake this journey and make the pickup for Knight's Academy precious cargo. With curiosity, Kai and I watch the station workers rush to cure the tired joints with oil and bring buckets of water to help cool down the monster's core. The conductors do not lose any time. They have a lot of cadets to aboard. Calling all Academy cadets. Come aboard. 30 minutes till departure of the Knight's Academy. Come on, gentlemen. Get on moving. One of the train employees encourages us. Let's do this. My hand reaches out the rail and pulls the weight of my body to climb up the steep stairs. All right. Kai's pumped up. I think the uniform is starting to get to his head. The distinct black, white, and gold colors are unmistakable. This pattern and cut spells to the whole world who we all are destined to become. Woo! I can't help myself either. The conductor keeps calling, but their yells are muffled by the glass window. Can't believe this is fucking happening! Kai says as he secures his luggage. Well, I don't know what to say. It's happening. My experience lacks wisdom for the situation like this, and I'm in disbelief myself. The clicking and adjustments of the straps temporarily fill the silence, with our bags secure on top of the shelves. Suddenly I feel uneasy and I let myself lower into the seat. On the opposite of me, I see Kai do the same. We say nothing, just stare out of the weathered glass. A crowd of faces is here to see us all off. An unsynchronized dance of hands wishes us a farewell. The smiles are all the same, but the eyes are different from each other. In the depth of their irises, I see admiration, pride, pity, worry, and the never failing to show up hate. We're dead meat, you know that? I realized it just in time. I know. He keeps on observing at the audience looking up. Hey guys, Mystic here. Help support the podcast with monthly donations. Reviewing novels is a highlight of my life, and I adore all of your novels and comments. Help us keep the podcast alive and to help pay our wonderful team of editors and voice actors. Till next time, catch you guys later. Adrian! A familiar voice calls my name, and just like that, I woke up from my sleep. Only a few images survive from my dream, but I just can't remember what it was about. Forgetting so easily, that kind of thing bothers me. I'm up. I stretch. We're here. Kai briefly glances at me and glues his attention back to the glass window. I join in and smile at what's outside. Just over the misty hill stands a subtle silhouette of a grand castle with twelve towers surrounding it. These beacons represent each of the twelve royal domains, and a single test will determine which one we will be trained to serve. Behind them, a campus of many buildings stretches beyond my sight. This whole scene looks like some wizard used his magic to pluck out a downtown of a grand city and dropped it in the middle of the countryside. What kind of a test do you think they'll do? Kai scratches his brunette hair. I can't even begin to imagine. Each year they switch them up. It's quiet again, but only for a short time. Our silence is the calm before the storm. Alright you little shitheads, get the fuck out! A yell shakes the train's hall. This is it. We're here. Kai and I jump from our seats and hustle to get our bags. Get out! It shouts again. 
Whoever it is, she has very little patience and holds no tolerance for simple folks like us. Bang! The doors to our quarters bust open. In its frame stands a dwarf dressed in white metal armor. She huffs and puffs like an overboiling soup pot. We stare at her in horror. Our dumbstricken faces must have really pissed her off even more. Proceeding, sir! Kai tries to appeal to her. Oh no. I give him a look and hopelessly watch his fate unravel. He doesn't even know it yet, but my poor, poor friend's about to have a new one ripped open. What did you call me? She squints at him. What did you call me? Before Kai can answer, the dwarf jumps up and takes hold on both sides of the doorframe. The wood snaps at her grip and the splinters dig into her fingertips. Her footing dents the paint as she hangs on. She is at Kai's eye level and gets right into his face. Do I look like a sir to you? No, sir. Shit, he did it again. Do I look like a sir to you? Her spit showers his face. No, ma'am. You look like a ma'am. Ma'am. Get your sorry face out of mine. She growls at him and jumps back down on the floor. The night dwarf has wasted enough of her time on us and went on to look for new victims. Kai and I rush out like scared goats. Like fools, we think that we are getting away from the little monster without even realizing that we are rushing right into the lion's den. That dwarf was just a little sample of what's to come. I hear others being screamed at in other train cars, and like frightened cats, they're herded out. Hello, my darling princess. Hope we didn't interrupt your manicure. Another knight is waiting for us outside on the platform. He is tall and has silver hair. His eyes are ice blue, and his posture is equally rigid and cold. Clearly, an elf. An elf dressed in full white armor. There are others with him, with dignity and discipline. They wait for their share of fresh meat. Welcome to your finishing school, Goldilocks. He smiles. Your acceptance letters, please. He waits for my comply. Without a word, I place the letter with the knight's seal in his palm. To my surprise, I have no problem giving it up. For a split of a second, my reflection in his mirror catches my attention. It's disappointing to see myself looking like a lost idiot. Line up with the rest of them over there, mortal. He points behind me. I go forward to line up with the rest, but can't see much beyond the platform. The fog from the hills made its way to the train station, but I don't have to rely on my eyes to know what's waiting for us. I hear them. We all hear them. Their calls and roars are undeniable. Dragons. Your test will soon begin. The elf knight grins at us. I can't believe my own self, and I feel my mind betray me as I begin to question my choice to pursue knighthood. This unexpected thought terrifies me. Hello everyone, my name is Lauren Eason and I'm the author of the new psychological thriller novel Every Waking Dream. Aislinn experiences a phenomenon known as dream telepathy that lands her in the dream of a missing girl after moving to a new town. Turns out a lot of local kids have gone missing around there. You can pre-order Every Waking Dream now on Amazon Kindle. It'll be releasing as an ebook and paperback across multiple platforms on September 1st. For future updates, visit my website at www.laureneason.com. Thanks for listening and I hope you follow Aislinn and her friends as the mystery unfolds. What's good, you guys? Mystic here, and I bet you guys are wondering how to promote your stories. Well, look no further. The Mystical Mode podcast is now accepting author submissions and ad placement on the podcast. So, if you guys want your book to be shared on a podcast episode for a quick 30-second ad, feel free to email me at mysticalmodepodcast at gmail.org, sending your submissions for your ad placements. Catch you guys later.
we are back thank you zen for helping me bring this story to life let's hop right into the review the story flows very nicely the author is quite good for pulling the readers in and making it immersive the world is so well described and fleshed out it feels like the reader is actually there the characters are well written and well rounded they have enough depth like to be seen as characters but work on developing them just a little more there was quite a few mistakes in grammar though it wasn't anything like too serious the story was quite simple and easy to follow through and i never felt lost for anything as the author explains this quite well in good details descriptions are fairly written well fairly <laughs> what i really like is how there's not a single dull moment and every everything that happens is foreshadowing for like a unforeseeable event Good for keeping the audience on their toes, but don't overdo the climaxes. The author, the author compensated with the use of metaphors and imagery, which sure does wonders for us readers to see Adrian's world, even without a picture, and his humor. I also like the story's hero, a logical, family-oriented teenager who is very reliable and not a fool for love. Yeah, that can get really annoying, by the way. <laughs> a fool that's always just after love, it's always after a girl. <laughs> I like how he seeks the story from both sides and is not jaded on his judgment. Reminds me of other magical schools that have been in stories before, but this one is still very unique and unlike others I've read. Final note is just, good job on keeping it unique to yourself, and keep doing it. Well that's the end of my notes, thank you for joining me for this mystical mode. If you've made it this far, you are a fantastic human being and I don't know how you listen to my voice. <laughs> I will see you all next episode. See you next time on this mystical mode.